Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. Yeah, so uh, something else I just thought of too that's interesting is, so you, you're kind of the face of the company for FreeUp and it, it sounds like you're kind of doing the same thing um, for the new uh, Endeavor. So is, is Connor just the guy kind of behind the scenes? Is he more of the operator? Uh, he is. I actually got him to teach a bunch of parts of the course. So the way that we did it at FreeUp, it was he did the interviewing and I did the onboarding. Um, and then he did certain other stuff after that too. So I had him do the interview section because he's, he's one of the best VA interviewers I've ever met. And he actually has screen shares of people, uh, of him interviewing real VAs. We put in a request to FreeUp, got four random VAs, interviewed them. You get to watch us do it and his thoughts behind it, which is awesome. But before I had him do that, I had him record like a bunch of smaller videos and, and get him on camera for the first time in four years, which was uh, a little bit of fun. But he, he crushed it after that. Uh, but yeah, Connor's, I always believe in hiring people that have the same values, the same beliefs. I mean, Connor and I were all about treating people well, um, respect about, hey, if we make a mistake, we're going to make it right every single time. Um, not being all about the money at all times, about growing something big and taking care of the people like we did at Free Up and all of that. So same values completely different personalities and skill sets. I'm much more of high energy, rah, rah. He's much more chill, calm, cool, collective. He's much more technical. He's a much better writer than me. So we complement each other very well. That's awesome. Uh, so I guess we have another question from the live. Um, how does health insurance work and is it mandatory to provide your uh, Filipino VA? I, I think that's where they're directing this. Uh, health insurance. Uh, Filipino VA, it is not mandatory for you to provide health insurance for. Um, if you get a VA in the U.S., you should consult your, your local attorneys or it depends on what state you are um, and also what country you are. Uh, but yeah, for the Filipino VAs, we never provided health insurance, obviously subject to change. But I mean, from they're technically filing a W-8, so they're running a business in their own country um, that you're hiring them for. So that's not something that you're responsible for. Yeah. So um, how do you keep uh, longtime employees engaged in producing? Um, you know, have you done things like bonuses, contests, kind of, uh, I'm interested in hearing, um, you know, what kind of, you know, besides uh, building a family and making them feel at home and, and all of that good stuff, um, you know, are there any ways to, uh, you know, get your employees uh, producing and then, and then, you know, give them some type of bonus or thank you for, for doing a good job? Yeah, so we have a whole section in the course on raises and bonuses because you're right. They are so important. The, the buying in and all that is great, but the bonus and the raises have to go along with it. So the, the key that I'll give for bonuses is a lot of people, they're obsessed with that 13th month that people do in the Philippines where they get one month bonus at the end of the year. So if they make 500 bucks a month, that last month of December, they would make 1000 bucks. So they get December's payment plus an additional one. That's great and all, not how we did it. So we would take whatever the 13th month was, and sometimes it'd be a little bit more, sometimes it'd be a little bit less, but we would divide it out over the course of a year. So we would give either quarterly or half your bonuses. And what that allows you to do is keep them more motivated, keep them more engaged, use those bonuses as an opportunity to give feedback and challenge them and, and be like, hey, I show appreciation. Thank you so much for doing all this work. Here's the bonus. Now let's talk about the future. Let's talk about the business and get them to buy in, get them excited, get them motivated for their next bonus coming up next quarter or next half year instead of having to wait till the end of the year. So that's just one small, one small tip that you can implement that I think will make a large difference when you're working with VAs. 
Awesome. So this is a question that I get a lot actually um, from people who are just starting to get uh, into in, into the VA world or have been in it and not been successful is they have a really hard time, you know, tracking um, output and work performance. So in other words, you know, they're like, oh, I hired this person for 40 hours a week. I just don't feel like I'm getting, you know, as much output or as much done as I think I should for that amount of time. Um, how can you, you know, set up, uh, you know, expectations to be in line with, you know, how long something actually takes, because, you know, it might take uh, you and I an hour to do, but, you know, it might take the VA two hours because they're not as, as much of an expert in that subject matter. So any tips on how to uh, judge the, that productivity? Yeah. So my personal opinion is to stay away from all the, the screen capture software and all that. If you want to crush someone's soul and crush their morale, watch over their shoulder 40 hours a week. Um, that'll do that pretty quick. But for me, I try to break that down a lot further. So if I think someone's working 40 hours a week and they're not, I'm going to say, okay, give me a breakdown of what you're doing for each of those hours. And then if there's a part of it, Hey, I'm spending 10 hours here. Let's break it down further. What are you doing here? Show me what's taking the longest. And what I found four years of dealing with free up and talking to free up clients, it's usually like one or two things that they're hung up on or they're doing it wrong, or you just have a faster way of doing it that you didn't teach them how to do. And you assume that they knew how to do it. So if you just keep going deeper and deeper, okay, you spent five hours here, break that down further. Okay. In this hour, like show me what you did, or even send me a recording of you working for 30 minutes so that I can see how you do it. And then I can give you some tips on how to do it faster. To me, that's how I always go about not just dealing with that problem, but really any problem in general, you got to, get the overall information and break it down further and further and further until you figure out exactly what part of it is broken. Awesome. That's great feedback. So um, this is something I actually have trouble with sometimes is, you know, how do you plan? Cause to, not only does it take, you know, time to build all these systems and stuff, but it also takes a lot of time to manage the VAs. So like, do you have any systems? Like how do you plan, you know, each week for the VA in terms of like what they're doing, if they're doing, you know, tasks that aren't the same every single week, and then what about things that, you know, randomly pop up like, hey, I need this done, which is not a normal thing you're doing. You know, you normally do, you know, how, how do you kind of handle and, and manage those? Yeah. So uh, a bunch of thoughts here. First of all, we have a meeting with everyone at the beginning of the week, get them on the same page. And then each team has a meeting every single week. And then we have a one on one meeting every quarter. So we're on the same page with everyone. From there, we divide it up between day-to-day -day tasks, short-term projects, and long-term projects. So day-to-day, -day, hey, X, Y, Z, this needs to get done every single time. And then the short-term projects, we give, the, we give them the time frame that needs to get done by. In addition to that, and this is the part that everyone messes up, we let them know what tasks are more important than other tasks. It, if you only have X amount of time to work on something, and there's going to be some times where you run out of times, especially because all of us entrepreneurs just constantly throw stuff at VAs that come up out of the blue, you need to let them know, hey, every time that I give you this task, it immediately jumps to highest priority, or hey, this task needs to be done by noon every day, and, 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 and communication is key. Listen, if I give you too much stuff and all the important stuff can't get done by when it needs to get done, don't just try to do it and fail and then come to me and say, hey, sorry, I didn't get to it. Communicate up front. Hey, Nate, it's too much. I won't be able to do it. What do you want to do here? Do you want me to push the deadline back? Do you want to assign it to someone else? Like th that communication flow you have to establish very early on. Yeah, I, I agree with all that. I think that's excellent advice. The only other thing I, I'm curious about, though, is I know that a lot of uh, Filipino VAs and just Filipino workers in general, um, you know, because of their culture, they kind of have a hard time being um, 
it's not honest, but like upfront and, and right. blunt, right? So do you have any ways that you can, uh, any tips to navigate that? Because, you know, you could, you could tell people, you know, VA like, Hey, you know, make sure you tell me this if you fail at this job, but then they like are almost scared to tell you, or there's that like kind of cultural thing where, uh, you know, it's almost like losing face. Uh, you know, how do you, how do you convey that that's not the case at all? You know, we're a team, we're working together and supporting each other. Um, you know, any tips there? Yeah. So that's why the onboarding is so important. And I, we get them on the same page up front that, Hey, we're not expecting you to be a robot. We're expecting you to actually communicate and let us know when something's wrong. And by the time they go through an interview and an onboarding interview takes 20 to 40 minutes, onboarding takes 10 to 30 minutes, maybe 15 to 30 minutes. You're going to know whether they're just a yes person. If you're just answering a lot or asking questions and you're just getting one word responses or telling you what you want to hear, they're not diving deep. They're not letting you know what they're like personally that right there is a red flag. And if you set the expectation, hey, I expect you to, let's say, communicate when you can't hit a deadline like we talked about before, the second you get to that in the training part and they don't do that, you're gonna pause work, you're gonna take a step back, you're gonna say, hey, we talked about this during the expectation, what part can I clarify here? How do we get on the same page? And only if you're on the same page do you move forward. So it's kind of like every single part of the four-part process of hiring as a backup part at a different section, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. So we have another question from somebody who's watching live. Uh, what is your worst hiring experience and what did you learn from that experience? I bet you've got some good ones. Uh, yeah. So my worst hiring experience, I hired someone and I trained him for six months to manage my entire Amazon business. And this was before Amazon software too. So there was a lot of manual stuff like adjusting prices and, and stuff like that. So six months of training him, like I'm sleeping better at night. Everything's good. My business is, is on autopilot. And I go on vacation and I go to Myrtle Beach and I'll never go back to Myrtle Beach. I'm scarred for life. But I got, I got a call from him telling me that he quit on me. So six months of training just down the drain. On that same day, I actually got a call that my biggest manufacturer was dropping me. And that same day, I got another call telling me that my identity had been stolen and someone had filed a $40,000 tax return um, from the government. The government paid them $40,000 in my name. And I was going to have to deal with that when I got back. So I kind of went from like this ultimate high as like, I'm this 21 year old entrepreneur crushing Amazon. No one can touch me to let's just start this thing all over again with a new manufacturer and a new hire and all that. But learned a very valuable lesson about diversifying my hiring. And now every business I run is teams. There's a customer service team. There's a billing team. There's a social media team. And if someone quits from that team, I just replace that system, that process, that person instead of having to replace someone who just knows the entire business. And a lot of entrepreneurs do that because hiring's hard. So you make some bad hires and you finally find someone you like, you find someone you trust, and you just load that person up with everything. And they, they don't realize how risky that really makes your business going forward. Yeah, that's a great point. That actually reminds me, it's, it's not quite that bad, but I've had some similar experiences uh, to that. But uh, the one that, that uh, resonates the most or uh, reminds me the most of your experiences, I was in Hawaii visiting my dad and same kind of thing, you know, awesome, having a great time. And then we found out that the uh, the new terms of service where you couldn't exchange discounts for reviews, right? Because we had a, a review site really early on in the day. Right. And uh, yeah, it was so our, our six figure software as a service went to zero uh, pretty much in one day. Wow. Um, I mean, we were able to kind of, uh, iterate on it, but, uh, yeah, that, that was, that was brutal, but not nearly as bad as losing the app business in one day. That was my, my worst one. But, um, you know, that, that being said, you just have to know that failure comes along with being an entrepreneur, right? 
Right. Exactly. I mean, you kind of, I always say that as an entrepreneur at the beginning, you kind of just get sucked into the highs and the lows, right? You're like on top of the world. You're like, Oh, my life's over. And you just like keep bouncing up. And then as you get deeper and deeper into being an entrepreneur, you kind of get numb and you're kind of just like this. If you're like crushing it, you're like, all right, we got to keep going. Got to keep moving forward. Something's going to change. And if something goes wrong, you're like, all right, like this is a problem. We just need to solve it. And you kind of change your mentality. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mindset is so huge. I think that's one of the biggest things that people miss when they're starting and running their businesses, right. Is just getting, getting your mind straight. And you know, that's where the, the, uh, learning comes into play, right? Like, uh, courses and podcasts and, uh, you know, YouTube, pretty much anywhere where you can get that, that inspiration that, uh, you know, how to get your mind straight. There's so many great resources out there. Um, one last question before we, we wrap this up. Um, and this is my least favorite question, but when do you think it's time to fire your, your current VA? Uh, you know, what are, what are some signs that you need to move on? Yeah. So, I mean, signs could be anything. It could be mistake prone. It could be attitude, stuff like that. And we actually provide you with a list of like all the common mistakes and, and how important they are and how least important they are. And to me, it's all communication. Someone could be having like, I had a VA who she was pregnant. She had a, a lot of issues with her pregnancy, but she just communicated the entire time. She kept us up to date. She let us know. And I mean, that was key versus someone who's sick for a week and they don't communicate at all. Like I'd much rather have the second person who's commute or the first person who's communicating. So communication is key for me. It you have to really value three different things. You have to value like what type of player are they? Are they an A player or a B player or a C player when it comes to their working? Are they someone who's always crushing it? They're smart. They pick stuff up fast because you're going to give them a little bit more leeway. That's just the way the world is. If someone's a, a C player who, yeah, they, they do what they're told, but they're not really adding anything to the table. They work in an okay speed, whatever it is. And, and they're also causing other issues, probably not giving that person as much of a leash. So the second, that's the first thing. Second is how much time you've invested into someone. If you've invested three days into someone, they're causing all these issues, probably going to part ways pretty quick. If you've invested a year into someone, two years, you probably want to dive a little bit deeper and see if you can figure it out and, and turn it around. And then the last thing is, how will it affect your team? And I would never just keep someone around who fails everything else, but the team likes them. But you need to, you need to know, prepare yourself for what's worst case scenario. If I do let this person go, what impact is this going to have on my team? And you need to be thinking about that up front, not right when you're about to fire them. So all three factors, and we have a whole section about this in the course, um, you have to consider before you start making any moves. Awesome. That is great, Nate. So I have a question about the course. You know, there are so many great courses out there, and I'm sure that every all the information that you've given us today, I'm sure our listeners are just like, wow, that's it's awesome. I want to know more about this course. You know, people are nervous about hiring for the first time, but they may not want to devote all the time to a full course, you know? So tell us a little bit more about the course format, how many modules there are, what we can expect. Uh, is it flexible? How, how should we expect and, and why? What, how are we going to get this information that's going to make it easier for us to expand our businesses, grow our businesses and hire? Yeah. So here's the cool thing the, the course is for all different levels of people. So there might be people who have never heard of a VA before watching this video, or they've never hired a VA before. There might be people who have hired VAs, but they've struggled with them. Or there might be people that have hired VAs, had some success, but they want to take it to the next level. So the people that have never done it before, they should probably take the entire course. The entire course is about nine hours long. 
but there are certain parts of it that you don't need to necessarily watch if you don't want to. So we've got, for example, we interviewed four different VAs. You might not need to watch all four VA interviews. I mean, you might be able to watch one of them and then take the cheat sheet and go do it. For the people that have done the, the VA thing before and they understand what a VA is, they can probably skip the first few videos that talk about hiring from the Philippines and what a VA is, some of the basic stuff, and dive right into it. Uh, and they might not be ready for more of the advanced stuff who the, the first per people can skip who is building team leaders and assistant team leaders. So that might cut time off the end there too. And then the people that are more advanced might be skipped to more of the management stuff. So it kind of has all three parts. But the cool thing is, yes, you can take the entire course, learn it, and then go hire VAs. But it's also designed for you to actually go through hiring a VA as you take the course. Watch the interview section, interview your VA. Watch the onboarding section, onboard them. And go with us and we're providing support along the way. So if a VA says something during the interview that you're like, ooh, I think this is a red flag. I, let, me, let me get Nate's opinion on it. You can shoot us an email, shoot us a message, and we'll let you know. So we can actually help you along the way, hire really good VAs and scale your business. I love how flexible that is. That's really great. And you know, it sounds like you have access to this material for a long time. Yeah, and anyone that, so we're calling this Cracking the VA Code 1.0. Um, we're just doing that just in case we add tweaks and stuff in the future. But if we release 2.0, 3.0 to 5.0, you still get free access to everything in the course and all the new stuff that we added to it. Very cool. So I, I know that right now you have a really special deal on your course. Um, you're, you're in like a pre-launch special pricing time. Did you want to tell everybody about that and how they can take advantage of that deal? Yeah, so the normal course is going to be $9.97 going forward. We're going to launch additional courses that will be both more and less. But for this week only, we're going to have it up for $4.97. Again, anyone who buys it will get access to all future versions. We're doing this to get some people going in the course so we can listen to feedback and, and continue to tweak it over time. Um, so that till Monday, or sorry, till Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern time is going to be available at $4.97, and then it'll be $9.97 going forward. Awesome. Okay, where can they go to get it? Yeah, you guys might have a, a link below for it, but if you go to Outdoor School on the website, um, right there at the top, you can click the button to buy the course. And if anyone has any questions, leave a comment or, or shoot me a PM. But just OutdoorSchool.com. Uh, we didn't add an extra E or anything like we did with FreeUp. <laughs> Made it easier this time, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, we learned was, that lesson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the domain is so important, right? Well, Nate, thank you so much for for coming on. Um, you know, every time uh, every time we get you on, I learn something new, which is great. You know, that's one of the great things about doing this podcast, right? Is is I get to uh, reeducate myself on on a lot of these things and talk to to the experts in their field and and be able to you know, uh, pick their brain about stuff, not only that our audience will, will like, but like I said, I get to be selfish sometimes and ask, uh, you know, uh, things like your, your partnership, um, uh, ideas. So thanks for that. Um, anything else, uh, that you want to mention? Um, I always like to ask this question. I know it's, it's kind of weird, but, uh, just to see where people are currently, like any podcasts or books or, uh, you know, things that you're watching, listening to reading, uh, that are having a big impact on what you're currently doing. So I just finished the book, uh, Hatching Twitter, which I think is fascinating because I'm incredibly lucky that I've worked with Connor for 10 years now, but it kind of shows you the, the uglier side of what happens when you don't get along with your business partners and, and the people that you're working with. Um, and Twitter is obviously a huge success story, but there's a lot of fighting behind the scenes, a lot of power struggles and uh, stabbing people in the back. So definitely a book I recommend if you want a different perspective. Uh, it's interesting. I'll have to add it to my list, to the, to the list of many that I have. I'm currently um, reading... Uh, the one thing I've had it for a long time, but I, okay. I never cracked it. 
but I've realized that that's definitely something that I need to concentrate on because I've got the, you know, the, the, the shiny object syndrome hardcore. And so I'm really, that's one of the things I'm constantly trying to work on is, is trying to get more focused. So uh, Amy, any, anything new that you've been uh, reading or watching that you've uh, enjoyed? Oh man, uh, you know, we've been getting into travel hacking a lot lately. Uh, you know, we all run a lot of money through our businesses. So we've been kind of nerding out over that. And uh, we've, traveling is one of our, that's, that's our Lamborghini, right? Nathan says he has, you know, he likes to travel too. So we've been trying to, to listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff about that. I've also been learning a lot more about, uh, about uh, venture capital and oh. becoming a venture capitalist. I'm reading a lot of books about that. Um, just trying to expand on, on my asset category. So love it. Awesome. All right, guys. Thank you so much for uh, watching live, uh, listening on the podcast afterwards. As usual, we really, really thank you guys for, for doing so. Uh, I love uh, logging into our podcast stats. You know, it's kind of like our Amazon profit number, right? Like every month that number goes up, we're getting more and more uh, listeners. We're getting more and more emails of, you know, from people saying how much we've helped them how they've been able to quit their day jobs, all that stuff. That gives us, uh, that's like our, our, um, our power up, right? Video game analogy. When, whenever we get that, it really re-energizes us and uh, makes it, uh, you know, makes us uh, know why we're doing this. And uh, it's definitely our why in terms of this podcast, you know, getting you guys to the next level, helping you any way we can. Um, make sure that you uh, subscribe, tell people about the podcast. If we've helped you out, we really, really appreciate that. Leave a review, even if it's a crummy one. Um, it, it gives us feedback in terms of, you know, what we need to work on. Um, and yeah, besides that, thank you guys so much uh, for watching. And uh, if you haven't joined us live before, uh, you can do so, ask questions. Um, we usually, um, you know, end at the end, we stop and uh, stop recording and we just kind of chat with the guests for a little, uh, for, for a little while. So you get some, some of the behind the scenes. If you guys want to do that, uh, you can check that out at uh, sellerseo.com slash SRT. Um, and soon we're going to have everything, um, on the sellerroundtable.com website where that's going to be the one place you go to for everything. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. We will be announcing that shortly. If you haven't gone uh, there, you can go there to subscribe and get the video of the episodes, all that other fun stuff. So thank you guys. And we will see you next time on Seller Roundtable. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, sellerseo.com and amazingathome.com.